And welcome back to the Music Buds episode 40. We, we, hit, the, we hit the big 4-0. Um, Here. This week, we are reviewing the project by Vega7, the Ronin, and Machacha. Ronin. Um, you guys heard about him a few times from us already, but now he released his project, the, the Lead Lined Wall. So we're going to be going through that project today. Uh, but before we get started, uh, uh, let's let my buds introduce themselves, like always. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Greetings, salutations. It's your boy Chris. Yo, you can follow me on IG at Christopher Reeves. I'm a, I got a host. I am a host of another podcast called The Podcast About Nothing, where we talk about a lot of introspective shit. Also, talk about some tomfoolery. So you know, if that's the type of vibe you want to get down and hear some different point of views. You know, come check us out. Uh, what is happening, everybody? This is Jarrell. You can follow me at JPal Music uh, on Instagram if you want to check out uh, the stuff that I've been working on and doing. Uh, I do also a couple other podcasts, like the Gamers for Life podcast with Arthur Thomas. Uh, check out the Instagram on that as well, and also a uh, guitar podcast, the 440 Guitar Podcast. Uh, so feel free to check that out as well. Uh, and then also shout out to D Skills. He released his uh, project, Quarantine um requiem for a quarantine dream uh I, I managed to contribute some some bars on that one and produce a couple tracks feel free to check that out now available so Jarrell was talking his shit hey, you, always, you need to stop being so he you always know. he was always talking, talk always talking about shit, the bro. braggadocious stuff and how oh new york is so braggadocious blah 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 yeah, I had on one. this track he want to fucking go bragging, man. What do you do? Nah, no spoilers. Nah. I ain't listened to it yet. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. I'll but yo, out. shout out, out to Jarrell. Thank you. He Thank not you. just a producer. Just let him know. Yeah. Them East Coast rappers oh, got to you. I'm on that Bruce that Wayne Batman one. shit. I'm going to put the rapper suit on. Now, nah, well, shout out to these skills, man. Shout out, man. That was That's a dope project, man. Ruckman for a dream, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out skills. Shout out DBL. So, yeah. What you got going on, Tima? Yo, yo, I am Tima. You can find find me on Instagram at the Native Ambition. If you want some funny ass stories. Um, other than that, I'm just a lover of music, a lover of life. I ain't got shit going on, really. Harlem world, you feel me? All day. <laughs> By Atlanta's where we at. Let's go. That's that's it. <laughs> New York everywhere, feel me? Facts. <laughs> I was thinking about that shit the other day. We got three people from New York, but we all not in New York. Well, except for <laughs> you know, I know is truth. <laughs> got, got the New Yorker on the West Coast, the New Yorker in the South, and then the New Yorker in the Bronx. You feel we diverse? We diverse. New Yorkers are the most diverse creatures on this earth. There's nobody better than New Yorkers. Especially when you don't live in New York. Usually, usually me and Fatima don't be out of eye sometimes, but I'm with you, Fatima, yo. I'm on your side. Appreciate it. Feels good. And then, as always, there's world. bud. Yes. Because don't you dare say Chicago because they don't even count. They trash. Damn. But yeah. Then there's me, the Bud Preston Bud, and uh, yeah, follow me on any social media at Harlem Zace on everything. This is the only podcast I got going on. I feature with Jarrell once in the blue. Still waiting on hopping on with a with the podcast about nothing when I head back home and visit. 
Um, I'm waiting on that, bro. I'm waiting on that. Last time we couldn't get it to work out. So, but we we going to make it happen. Well, yeah. you know, we had a lot of catching up to do. It happens. Like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into this project. Vega 7, The Ronin, and Machacha, The Bloodlined Wall. And the first track is called Sage Mode. Go ahead, cue that one up. Hold oh, on, hold it. on. Wait, we, yeah, I was about to say, no loot, no, no food. Oh, here we go again. All the general impression. Wait, I'm just I, saying. My, right, there was my, no my full play. It was like, hey, yo, let's get it. And it's like, whoa, my bad, my bad. You act like you don't do that. I'm on you, Fatima. I'm on you. Oh man, anyway, sorry. It has to be record time. This is like five minutes. I'm gonna have one episode where I call you on all your shit. Yo, it, should be a, like a it should counter. be a Patreon episode. It'd be like, I'm going to call you on everything, you say, all crazy shit you say. Like, wait a minute. So, all right, since since it slipped my mind, sorry. Uh, general impressions of the project. Let's start off with Fatima since she wanna, since she wanna talk. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it just like wait, we usually do this. We're not doing this now, but uh, <laughs> I liked it. You know what I mean? Um, it was cool. He surprised me with all the Japanese talking and shit like that. And then, like, you know, the samples. Well, not the samples. The uh, clips he put in there from, like, certain animes. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that. It was really cool. And it was, like, it was different. It was really different. I wonder if this dude's, like, he spent some time in Japan or something. Or he's, like, part Japanese. Or he's just, like, a super anime nerd. I no, nah, I think he's just a nerd like the rest of us. <laughs> Shout out to all the nerds yeah. out here. Cool, cool. But I liked it. This show was creative and he got bars. What you talking about it, Chris? Um, well, I'll tell you this, bro. He has a lot of bars. <laughs> like lyrical. I, I I would consider him like a lyrical assassin the way he be fucking around and how he be rapping, you know. Definitely gotta pay homage to, you know, that type of wordplay and shit. And overall it was a dope album. I got my my little critiques here and there, some personal prefaces, but you know. Overall, it's a very solid product. Mm-hmm. Joel. So um, yeah, it's a it's a good project. Um, most of the songs I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, I will say it seems like he's definitely well traveled, well cultured. Um, there's just a lot of different. There's a lot of different references that are not really common from rappers today. It's definitely on some underground shit, and most definitely. Um, I will say that I think as an artist, if we go beyond bars, as an artist, I think there's some work to be had as far as for how he makes some of these songs and then even some of his bars um, that I think will will benefit him in the long run. Um I think some of the stuff too. I think I was talking to Chris off air. I said some of his bars are like 747s. They just go over your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know what no. he's referencing. I don't understand what he's referencing. But, um, and some of the stuff I just had to research, like I was like a, a detective or something. But uh, good bars. But yeah, I think as far as an artist, I think he, I think he needs to do some some tweaking as far as like a, a, a middle ground, a middle ground. But that, that, that would be my impression. Yeah, I can agree with that, too. Some of the bars definitely went over my head. Um, I didn't go look them up, though, unlike Jarrell. 
the, the lyrics weren't readily available on the app for me like i'm used to okay because okay. <laughs> i get so i get so pissed when like apple music is like the only place that has the the lyrics but everywhere else doesn't and they're just like it's because you don't have an iphone drill and i'm like oh, fuck <laughs> yourself you know so i would have been really mad the if they're on though. if they're on apple music and not not on anything nah, else. it's not on apple music honestly right. i was looking for it's it not. i didn't even know the lyrics was out because i was trying to look for the shit yeah but um I will say Vega could rap his ass off. I think I think we all know that already, for especially from past uh, past projects and stuff that we've seen from him on Instagram Live and all. Um, like I said, I could definitely agree with some of the bars going over my head, but I will say I, I think this is a good introduction to Vega as a project. But I, I do kind of wish he switched up the style of rapping on the songs a little bit more. It felt like. You know, it felt like this is what he does, you know, but which is not a bad thing. But, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted a little bit change up and it wasn't really there. But he, like I said, he wraps his ass off. So it's like he know what he does and he does it well. This um, is first project, right? Uh, yeah, I believe. Okay. For, yeah, as far you. as like full, yeah, as far as like full project, yeah. I think so. And then um, I, think i remember if i remember right i did hop in on the live one day he was saying that all his other projects are going to sound a little different because he wants to change it up so i'm actually kind of curious if it's going to be like the whole project sounding one way or is it going to be like you know a project with a mix of sounds but yeah i guess we'll have to wait and see yeah i'm curious about that too it might be a mix of both definitely because i know he has a laundry list of different producers that want to work with him um the at least on instagram just seeing the the reaction from this album a lot of positive reactions and then as far as for his music you know from previously from like ba label uh, the other producer that he's worked with previously which yeah. has more of like a middle eastern type like style tone sounds and everything mm-hmm. this one's more so on like a, a japanese type tibet type stuff going on so so yeah i'm curious to see you know and hear what you know how how it how he evolves so yeah yeah i feel like he could kill a lot of beats For but sure. like you mentioned you know we was only subject to one style but we'll get more into that yeah but um yeah let's go into that first track called sage move Look me dead in the face, my eyes remain closed I tapped in when the dead from out of their grave rose I watched the flame go out from the candlestick when I channeled it Now a nigga in sage mode Yeah, the mass aboriginal tribe doctor Who write these rhymes with an air of stand Where most you madmen could die to hypoxia the high that I supply is like a tricopter. Shit is so potent that the ayahuasca gotta carefully slide from my eyedropper. I freeze and stash him, don't ride him. You gotta chill a victim. Nikola Tesla lighting a boat. This shit could ride him like I'm Hillary Clinton. Dennis Rodman, Madonna Kill Edition. Aruga SR, a sharpshooter, Bret Hart, got gorilla position vision. 
wrestling terms. That's at the curtain right out by the entrance ramp. Most transcribe my words and convert the verbs into a Tibetan. The newest version of the method man. The fool who spared the snake bears the fate of nursing the serpent that bit the blessed hands. I am the bird feather medicine man. Can okay, we drop a bomb for the intro already? Oof. <laughs> that was fire. That was fire. Yeah. Yo. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna just need another bomb for that. Just drop oh. another one. Oh, 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 all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like to start off the project, that shit was it was like, all right, this is what we get it into. Uh, other than the whole uh the little call that happened. I feel like the little call in the beginning of the track went on a little long. But... I was gonna say that too. I don't know if it was me, cause like <laughs> I was just thinking like if just you're like bit. if you're if you're like advertising like yo, you gotta check out this guy, man, Vegas and Ron, he's dope. All right, let me check it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, like I got stuff to do today. What the fuck is this? You know. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a little too long. It's maybe like four seconds too long. Um, but the the intro is brilliant. It's really good. Uh, I think there's maybe one other song on the album where maybe it should have been the first track on the album, but this is a really powerful start. Um, and, and again, uh, the bars are dope. There was a few things I had to research. I found out what a high pachi is, and now it's a, now it's a hilarious bar after I found out what it was. Um, <laughs> well, explain to us because I don't know what a high pachi is. Oh, no well, it's in the dead by the high pachi. High pachi is like a punishment where you get hit in your ass. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, damn. That's um, right. I think this might be one of the best ayahuasca bars, Chris. What do you think? We're talking, <laughs> we've talked about ayahuasca before, and you're like, I hate nah. those motherfucking ayahuasca bars. <laughs> I would tell you, man, it gets a pass. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was good. I think there's a, I think um, again, I think, you know, it, it it definitely creates a tone for the album. So there's a check there. I like how the I like the, I like the the sonic nature of the of like the tone of it and everything. Um, and then obviously he sounds well traveled. You know what I mean? Like he's speaking in Japanese. Do you know what he's saying, Chris? By chance? I know you catch a lot of animes in that part. I, I I've heard it before, but you know I gotta she go over my head too. So it's like okay. I gotta I gotta like look it up, look okay. up what it means and stuff like that. But For I've sure. heard a couple things. He know it sounds like he knows what he's saying though. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah exactly. So like. I wish I knew what that was. Like I was trying to research, but I didn't know how to research it because uh, I don't speak Japanese. But um, but yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it sounded dope. Just a lot of really colorful bars. As far as like, okay, that's I never heard anyone say it that way before, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think this is kind of like a slight. Um, this is kind of like a prelude to like how the album is going to be as far as like, yo, there's going to be bars that are going to be mad 747s to fly over your head. You know what mm. I mean? And I think. I think that can be a problem after a while, in my opinion. Um, but, mm -hmm. I'll, but you know, I'll, I'll kind of continue more with that point later on in, in the show. But that's, that's my take. I, I do want to somewhat agree with you on that because I feel like he's a rapper's rapper. You know, like like that. But I think we kind of mentioned it off air a little bit. But like he kind of reminds us of Lupe a little bit. 
and it was like remember how Lupe when he when he was coming up it was like he was rapping and all the people that loved lyrics and bars loved Lupe but then when it came to like mainstream success people were like all right he's just saying words you know like he, he's well, not he's he, not really he did have a he did have a Lupe bar that he said my skills were sponsored by a Chicago one who could wheel Thomas I'm like that's definitely Lupe right there like <laughs> I didn't even think about that one but so there's, um, def- there's definitely the the Lupe influence and um this is honestly a bar for us and you know I'm going to assume that's an auto reference the title so that's a plus yeah. for me and shit like that but um yo it's definitely well thought out like the wordplay the verses even though I feel like some of them definitely go over my head I still feel like it was just like a well thought out track, especially for like that being the intro. And him going in and out of stage mode literally is pretty creative. Too. Yeah, like that. Those little details, like especially at the end where it sounds like the heavy breathing going on, the gas mm-hmm. finish. I'm just like, oh, so that's how you kind of had the imagery of the track go along with this. So I was like, it's a pretty dope, dope concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what you thought about it for team? I'm not as detailed as all y'all niggas, but <laughs> I could definitely say that it was interesting to hear. It was different. It sounded different. It was it was really creative, and I enjoyed it. Like that's that's really all I can say. So, all right, so I gotta ask you because <laughs> I know because I know you came at Lupe before, but so yeah. like when oh. so <laughs> no no I gotta ask like did you like the way it sounded or did you like it because of what he was saying? As because as somebody who doesn't listen to rap the same way me, Jarell, and Chris do. Like if the, I'm not a Lupe fan at all. I don't like I have to say it was pretty much both. I like to check it for the vibe and like the sound of it. And I enjoyed it. I mean the beginning was a little off because of the sound, but it was mm-hmm. cool because it set the tone, but at the same time, it was like I was invested in what he was saying and his bars and a lot of shit sounded hard. It was like, oh, OK. But the beat was tough. His flow was really good. I like how he switched it up, but I got it like that's that's really all I could, yeah. I could say about this. You know what I mean? Like, so it sounded good, bars, even though you didn't completely understand all the bars it just sounded that's fair that's yeah that's that's probably 70 to 80 percent of the audience listening to it so don't feel bad yeah i I don't i don't trust me i just just like yo and then i don't have the lyrics and that's what i'm accustomed to so i'm just like all right it's like you catch the bars yeah Mm. it's like i could catch the punchlines you know what i mean i could Mm. see that i could catch the setup and I could catch that punchline. I was like, oh, shit, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck that is or <laughs> what this word is, but it sounds hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But shout out to Machasha, man. Like, this, the, like, it sounded like they really molded well with, like, his beats and, and him rapping. You know what I mean? Like, this is definitely, like, match made as far as for this particular sound, too. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and even him, like, doing the the voiceovers of him going in and out of sage mode like that's 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 impressive you know what i yeah. mean like that shows he's really invested into that the instrumental so yeah you could tell they definitely uh pay attention to the finer details of everything i don't know who machacha is who's machacha the producer on uh, the pro- project yeah produced oh. for lead line wall yeah oh, okay um but then uh let's get on to this second track which is called dakota arms Boop, 
Free egg, nigga. God damn. Cobra. What the fuck it is? Chacha, what up? Yes. Cold of arms, nigga. Fucking ass. Chill. These trolls always trying to build a profit. Andy Miller knockers. Ski mask suggested I'm apathetic. Like I can't feel no silence. The critics silent. Fuck how y'all feel about it. My genesis is highly salacy symbolic. Nigga, your genesis is more of a Phil Collins. Bulletproof Wallace, Ghostface Killer Projects. Got a Sun Tzu militant knowledge. The jaws of the grizzly done swallowed y'all little grill pilots. Make sure my daughter go from dealing with colic to Denise Huxtable up at Hillman College. J Electronic, it's the ghost of Christopher Wallace. Rap niggas be dying to feel accomplished. Your dollars went to my career, skills a lot of Got the 99 and saw that the bill was garbage. Behind the wheel with the accomplice, I'm parked up at the grill and hollis. Walk around with my ops photo around my neck inside of a silver lock. I got it covered like this, a field of pollen. The stove without the grill to reveal the pilot. Reveals the krill's dealer who be selling this product. They weigh it like milk solids. Nah, they weigh it like the chill rocks. It's the rappers I once loved that turn zombies. I burst a kill shot. And this track. For me, it was the first one. I was just like, that shit sound good, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. <laughs> he this definitely was the first said- one for me. I was just like, oh, that sound like a bar. But you don't like, know oh, Phil Collins, bro? No, no. Other than those like first two or three bars, like he lost me after that. <laughs> like those first two or three bars, I was like, all right, all right. We got, we got, we got some bars here. You got some bars here. Then he started saying more stuff, and I was just like, "Sound good." Yeah, <laughs> highly solacious. I don't know what that means. I tried to look it up. I was like, "Damn." <laughs> but I, was, I feel like he was talking about. <laughs> I feel like he was talking about people that he knows personally, and he was saying them as if you know they are somebody's to all of us. That's how I felt. Because I'm just kind of like, who the fuck is he coming at? Like, oh shit, well, okay. Well, I'm, I feel like the title's appropriate. The code of arms, that sounds like a gun store or something. Like, he's just about to just borrow something. Yeah. Crazy, and like, just unload the clip. Like, because he's talking about, he's talking about the, you know, he's talking about the, the critics, you know, fuck what they feel about it. So. Now, nah, for real. I tell you, man, a lot of times in, during oh, this so project, I had to. Us? Uh, maybe. I appreciate it. I appreciate the shot. I do feel like a lot of times in this project, I definitely have to pause it a couple times. Like, damn, what did he say? Like, damn, it, I'm trying to catch this shit. I feel like the bars are so heavy. He, like, the recoil is just like, bow, going up, bow, just missing the target. Like, yeah. this shit. But, but um, I, would, I think he was trying to prove a point. It's just like, yo, if y'all didn't think. I was really rapping. I'm going to show you I'm really rapping. And I'm just like, all right. You definitely yeah. rap. And I find it hilarious that he uses a JLX bar. He uses a lot of JLX bars in this project. Because that's another artist that I feel like only like 10% of people know what he's talking about and stuff <laughs> like that. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I see the comparison, bro. Because, you know, you're saying some shit that's, it sounds tough. It sounds fire. But if I'm going to be honest, I'm going to need an encyclopedia for this shit, right? Yeah, nice. he, he, no, that, that's it. I mean, that's that's a fair point. Well, the because for for Jay, like he he says a lot of stuff that's in you know like you know like like Muslim like Quran and like stuff like that. You know, like he he's re- he's referencing a lot of in depth stuff. But I can look up that stuff. I don't know what Haile Salasis is. <laughs> I mean, no, but no, you make a really good point. I think for me, like. This is kind of like the analogy I was thinking of when I was listening to this. Cause I listened to this maybe like four times. Cause I was just really just trying to ascertain like, yeah. kind of like, 
mm-hmm. ar- articulate my thoughts on it. So like you guys know the the analogy as far as like if a tree falls in the forest but no one's there, it doesn't make a sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? So for me it's like if you say a really complex bar but no one is, understands it, is it really a complex bar? Ooh. Yeah, valid point. You know what I mean? So, I want to say yes. <laughs> I want to say yes, still though. So, but but so I, I and and, and I guess, a bar nobody gets it. Yeah, like like yeah, like yeah. like my yeah. I guess like, I guess my overarching point is like you want it to be something where people can can connect with with that bar because to me that makes the bars that much more efficient. That's why I like Ransom so much is because like he has these bars that are well constructed, but he does it in a way where you're just like, oh fuck, that was really dope. You know what I mean? And you understand yeah. it, and and they're not easy bars to put together. Um, you can tell that he's seasoned, like how you know, like how Vegas seasoned as far as just doing bars in general. So I think I think that is where. From him being a, a you know a winner of the bars app like competition or whatever, mm-hmm. and him as an artist, this is where he needs to transition or start on that journey. He's already done the I can bar you motherfuckers up like ah ah ah. Yeah yeah like now like me as an artist like yeah I can still do bars, but I think how he writes needs to be a little different. So that's kind of my that's kind of my take. I feel you on that, but I don't necessarily think he has to change it up. Like if that's what he's going for, because there's plenty of like rappers out there that have their fan base for that reason, because like it it takes a lot to dissect what they're saying or you have to be really knowledgeable about what they're saying to like really understand it. Oh no, so, I agree. There's a fan for everybody. I think it'll make it more versatile. I think it'll make it more versatile though. Like it doesn't mean that it can stop that he has to absolutely stop how he's yeah, rapping. Of course not. Yeah. But I think it'll diversify who he works with. It'll diverse it'll open up some doors and stuff. You know, like it's it's almost like a language barrier in a sense. It's like yeah. it's yeah. like do you want your do you want mm-hmm. your you know, your dope like hundred like and this is just this is like just like a random a random example that has no particular context. Like, do you want like your 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 fan your you know your small fan base or your fan base that's like okay yeah we love this, or like do you want that and then also you have like other people that can when they're discovering you they're like oh fuck like he's yeah. dope and that was a really dope fucking bar too like I think there's like, there's magic in both a- of those. And he's like those quotable lines, like the, the shit that people could like retweet and use as a caption on their like Instagram and shit. Like, yeah, because like because I, I had the opportunity to mix one of his songs um, that he that you know he he asked me to, to to mix, and he had a bar that was fucking dope, and I understood the bar, and it wasn't crazy intense, you know. So I'm like, I need more of that. I need more of that, <laughs> you know. But but that's my take. Do you have anything else to add on to this track? Well, I'll tell you this. It's funny you guys mentioned um, how it's kind of like a language barrier as far as like his music, because you could tell he's culturally well-versed in what he's talking about and the bars he's saying and stuff like that. Now, if you could translate that to kind of just being an artist and making music, I definitely think we'll see a lot of growth and a lot of evolution as an artist for him. So I'm kind of excited to see how that turns out. Yeah. And I would like to say that the vibe that this track gave me was like some real Wu Tang shit. Like it was just hardcore. It gave me like a raw rap Yo, feel. Yeah. Like niggas was outside in the city, it was cold. 
nighttime niggas is siphoning around like you know what i mean like on the corner and niggas got a beat going and like that's the kind of vibe he gave me and this nigga mm. was just going haywire where it's like i'm not catching a lot of shit but your flow <laughs> and your, your style is stupid nigga you hard you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. kind of like that's that's exactly that's that's i feel that hard brick pulp shit yeah, yeah. With that being said, let's get on to this third track. It's called Water Style, featuring Jack King the... What was it? Jack King the what? Uh, the uh, Divine? Yeah, Jack, Jack King the Divine. Go ahead, cue that one up. I'm sharp, nigga. I'm sharp, nigga. Figure what up, son. Know what the fuck we doing, man? It's like, hey, yo... Vegas said, don't bask in a moment of lapse in time with the ego trap in the form of your physical act in mind. So I maximize my class of opportunities. I'm minus size, trying to be notorious like fat guys. I need to shine. I gave life to my adversaries to take it out. Teeth the technique of my wisdom to fit or break your mouth. Legacy cemented. I built a movement and made a house. Weary of my mission to clear a path for escaping route. I made it out from under the thickest clouds of rigid hell. Traders broke the bridges. I built the arc on the river sound. With it down, see through the crevices of this messenger, the flow possessioner, every quote a dosage of nebula, I'm Jay elect I never went flesh to flesh with a rough child, what's a shiny suit if the nigga that sent it lost now, pound for pound, proud black crackers will never crown that, use a land is trident to pierce the layers of soundtrack, yeah, yeah. niggas out there damn yeah. mind think a nigga fuck with us, you yeah, poisonous dog shit. Samurai on the Ronin, let me unsheath the sword right quick on him. Yeah, hey, yeah. Yo, this that venom when the cobra bitch. Wrote only scriptures from ghost whispers. Roast stiffer, frozen wrist, a close fisted boa constrictor. Even if they snap the GoPro picture, it's out of focus like photos delivered. With exposure flickers to peyote sipper. Uh, face hitting, stay pitching way past the eighth inning. wisdom, age of my physics, my beard is gray and thin. I'm gonna say drop a, drop a bomb for this song. Um, and it's for a part that you guys ain't here. I didn't even hear it yet, but there's a bar oh. they had on this where he referenced Metal Gear Shagglehot, and I said, what? Repeat. Did I hear a Metal Gear bar? Because it's so <laughs> fucking rare. It is so fucking rare to hear any kind of reference to Metal Gear in fucking music. And in that That's way, fun. too. The Shagglehot, yeah. like, I've heard that. <laughs> I've, heard Shadow, I've heard Shadow Moses bars, but the yeah, that that one was 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 fire. Yeah, and that was at the end. Of, sorry, that was at the end of him rapping too. So yeah. I'm like, Fuck. So it's like you can't play all of it. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. I don't mean to sound like an airhead. But what the fuck is Metal Gear? It's a video game. I see. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> that's my. It's like yeah. hands down my favorite video game series ever. Yeah. So I heard that bar and I said, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. I was fire. Fire bar. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what did you guys? Think about this song. This is my favorite song on this whole project, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how I mentioned Wu Tang because Water Style. I'm just like, this is definitely some Wu Tang shit. Wu Tang shit, yeah. Wu Tang yeah. shit, definitely. And especially the whole like how he's talking, like, yo, I'm about to unsheath the sword on the motherfuckers, yo, hit him with the poison darts on them. Definitely, I was like, that shit was hard too and stuff like that. But um, I feel like out of every, out of all the tracks on this project, this is definitely the most well put together as far as like the beat the verse kind of just like how it sounds how everything flows him and like uh jock king the divine definitely mm-hmm. did their thing together like on some sword sharpening sword so they you could definitely see they brought the best out of each other so overall i definitely i, I put this on the top for me i'm I, this is on repeat for me and shit so thanks 
I think it's one of those things where, you know, your feature, you have a feature come on your track, now you gotta show up two times. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I understood everything he was saying. Yeah. I, yeah. I got every ball. <laughs> yeah, he had more he had more jail electronic bars for you, Chris. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, bro, a lot of jail like uh, bars going on around here, man. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like this song a lot. This is one of my favorites. Uh this is one of my favorites, definitely. To me it gave me Jedi the uh uh Jedi Mind Tricks vibes. Like old school Jedi Mind Tricks vibes. Um I think he would sound really good rapping with like Vinnie Paz. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Vinnie Paz. Um, but yeah, definitely. Even that vibe, yeah, I love the I love the instrumental and everyone killed it, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah. Jakeen Divine, he definitely uh like you, like you guys are right, he had to show up because I'm like mm-hmm. you don't want to be barred down that hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my my. Yeah, Jakeen said, "Nah, we about to go crazy on this." <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I would maybe want to check out some of that guy's stuff too, you know, after this. So, but yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, this shit was uh this was really good. I really enjoyed this song. I agree. I feel like it is one of my favorites, and I feel like there's like at least two others on here that I know I like a lot. But this one was definitely uh one of those for me. And like I I caught I feel like I catch like he uses a lot of um bars referencing notorious B.I.G. And I don't know if that's like maybe that's like one of his favorite rappers. I feel like that's kind of cool, but like he uses different bars in other songs where he's like something, something, I'm trying to get big, like fat guys, or I'm trying to get notorious, like fat guys, something like that. And he mm-hmm. uses that same bar referencing big, but he does it in different ways. And I've caught that in like at least a few other songs too. And I feel like that's like his, his lyricism is really, really good. He's really crafty with his, with his words and like his metaphors and things like that. Like he is, he's dope. And this is like one of those songs we really show for me. And I agree. I caught what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another bar in there where he says something about his wisdom tooth and you do it to yours, it'll crack. It'll break your mouth. I was like, yo, that is stupid, nigga. You saying you really witty, nigga. You is, you is. Cause that shit hard. Yeah, that was, that was, that was hard. Good. Yeah, that was a good bar. Yeah, it was like really I, can't, I couldn't catch it. Yeah, it's hella clever. And then, um, at the end of that track, the next one was The Lost Knife of a Hunter. Go ahead, cue that one up. And already my potent molecules are on their way to his brain, where they will trigger some very special chemistry. And in just a few minutes now, I will show him glimpses of distorted beauty. this moment, neither he nor I know the direction or destination of the trip we're about to take together. Say the hunter who lost his knife don't eat, and the ears pick up frequencies the eyes don't see. Agree. They keep inquiring what that price gonna be. Not free. Nigga, this life chose me. Uh. Yeah. Look. The rope, the riches packed with motor traffic. I've been nice since winter recess. Sims books are homework packets. Vega be known for spazzing. They can tell the patterns off the flow is mastered by the gold fabric that's on his OB sashes. My folk contracted a coded virus and a scroll of papyrus. The moment the staff of your pagoda tried to go to grasp it, you removed the rope that was fastened. They quote the caption and then the coach your nose passage and your left lung COVID collapses. They woke to you frozen on the cold mattress. Next day, some roses at your address. My condolences for your passing. I sketched 
Bro, too many bars that are just like. <laughs> it Yo. sounds so fucking good, but then it's like so much shit. I'm just like, all right, I'll repeat, repeat. I got, I got a question. Let me know. If I'm, uh, tell me to stop the cap if I'm cap. What? But I'm listening to this and I was just like, this reminds me of murals Lupe. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I was like, really? so I I hear the Lupe influence. On yeah, this. I hear, oh yeah, I hear Lupe. I don't know if it sounds like murals, but definitely I can hear a, a, a Lupe influence. Well, I feel like with the with the concept of like how this track was going, especially with like the instrumentals, that little violin, like reminded mm. me of like the murals a little. Um, I forgot mm. what instrument it was, but like that little yeah. back and forth tempo. Oh yeah, yeah, there there is a there is a yeah there is a violin and murals. Yeah, and, and honestly, the flow as well. It's just like it's a lot of bars that sound cool, but you just know it's some wild shit. Double entendre Clevin is going on, so it's just like, all right, I gotta keep pausing, rewinding, and shit like that. I could appreciate that it's like how I think it's only like three, four minutes long, whereas Muros was like nine minutes of yeah, like just straight. I was like, yikes, that's a eight lot. Eight minutes of fucking bars, <laughs> bro. Yeah, and, it's a and, lot though. I ain't even gonna catch it's bars, but it's a lot. That's I will say though, um, I will say though, um, using Mural as a comparison here. I feel like he could take a note out of that book where it's like when you want those punchlines to hit and like those bars to hit and make it understand, like you got to change the way you say it a little bit just to make it understandable, you know? Because Mural had a whole bunch of fucking bars. Some of them might have went over your head. But when Lupe wanted a bar to hit, he made it hit. Like you, yeah, you, understood. Sure you understood. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I guess this this being a shorter song like you don't really have you know like nine minutes to make everything like you know sound a certain way but like just just for that comparison i feel like just what your bars just I feel like it's make a good it a little bit understandable you know i think that i think honestly i, feel like I think it's a good thing. honestly i think this one was more understanding than than a lot of the other bars this one's, a little, so? more, this one's a little more straightforward to mm. me you know um, I, and, and this is, this is my favorite song in the project. I feel like this one could all, if you didn't want to do Sage Mode, which even though Sage Mode is really fucking good, this could have been the first, like, song on the album as well. Yeah, I, I can definitely see, see that. This being the intro. Yeah. I think yeah. this is probably my favorite sounding song mm. on here. Mm. 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 But as far as, like, me understanding what he's talking about, I'm sorry. And it's crazy, because usually, like, I, I'm a fan of like the bars and double entendres and all this other stuff, and I want to like look into it, but it's like there's just so much shit with Vega. I was just like, sounds so fucking dope, but damn, dude, <laughs> like mm-hmm. seven forty seven, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, man, seven forty sevens over here, <laughs> flat on my head, feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I, I feel like this song is definitely a song I would show to people. If I'm like, oh, you want to hear bars? I'm gonna just play it. I'm gonna act like I understand every fucking word. Have my head bob, have the stink face, <laughs> and on. just be like, "Ooh, <laughs> you heard that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you know about real bars?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. This- I feel like it's a, it's what I'm doing. I feel like it's what I'm doing when I'm listening to this. I feel like this is something that you gotta put on when it's like you're not preoccupied with something else and you just want background noise. This is not 
one of those tracks and I feel like this is not one of those projects either like this is one of those projects where it's like I feel like listening to some hard shit something's gonna make me think this is something you put on because I feel like you're gonna always find new things every time you listen to this and yeah. like this is it's tough oh for sure tough. But anything else to add on to this one before we get into the next song? No. 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 Nope. But then uh, the next song was Food and Medicine uh, featuring MTS. Uh, what was it? MTS Music. Go ahead, cue that one. Huh? Let's do it. Yes, what up, nigga? Yeah. Know this cold was sending your shit. Lawton. Caught a block. Yeah. Yes, sir. Deuces. We talked them right quick. Yeah. You ain't got enough rent. At least that's what the lieutenant told the sergeant. I grew up watching niggas fruit to labor. Never grow the harvest. Sylvester's the loan process. While y'all sprawling on the couch, we awake when it's darkest out. Drinking egg yolks and jogging. Can you become a better father and then get to grow as an artist? Or would you have to let that go? Cause them Legos was on the carpet. Yo, I'ma call and pay a sitter. You get left with an open melon. My daughter watching Coco Melon while daddy saute a nigga. We in for meals. And I hope my brothers all make it richer. So I can bottle this plan up. Or I can formulate it with her. All these veterans, gatekeepers. And I had saw that they was better. Reason I hate you old niggas. Wait, that's cording and scissor. It's the recording grave digger. Making sure vague deliver more damage than corn based liquor through no Viega liver. Shorty slid a dog. Reached over and pull them down. This one here, I think, is probably the most understandable to me. <laughs> I do think that the uh the vocal in the background, I think on certain parts of the song, it did seem like it was a little too loud, in my opinion. Um like I feel like it just kind of blended with some of his bars a little too much, but it didn't take. It wasn't like bad, that bad to like take away from this song. You just had to like listen a little bit closer at like those certain parts. That's all I really gotta say about that one. It kind of gave me like the old like Dipset kind of sound too, a little bit. Um, I think for this song, even though the song didn't sound bad, it's probably the my least favorite song on the project. I think sonically it's probably the most inconsistent comparatively. Mm. Really? Um, yeah, it it, it kind of sounds like outside of outside of the project to me. It sounds good, but I think comparative to all the other songs, that it sounds a little more cohesive sonically. I feel like this one kind of I'm like, eh, this is all right. You know, so. I was wondering what we were gonna get production, Jarrell. <laughs> you know. Yo, it's crazy. I, I I feel different on this track because this is one of my favorite tracks. So I feel like the only issue with it was probably like, like Preston said, the background singer kind of coming in on certain times, like while the pause was going on. But I think overall it sounded pretty good. Oh, it's happening. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. I just think because for all the other songs, there's something. There's either like a. a uh, there's like an instrument used that's like maybe like a, a, a Middle Eastern style or just like an older violin that's like from like, a, you know, something that's like, you know, a, a culturally significant thing. Mm-hmm. Or this one seems to be more of just like your regular old like beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so as far as just like, especially like this compared to what was it? 
uh, water style, right? Water style to me definitely sounds like it sounds like if there was a music video, it would be in another country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it sounds like they're in another country. Like this one sounds like they're fucking in LA or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, Dang, which is a, yeah. just a bad thing, Damn. you know. But but yeah, so definitely yeah, to, to like it's hard to like hate to hate any of this. But I think if, yeah. as far as least favorite, it's probably my least favorite song. Yo, that's, that's, that's a lot bad. saying that it's not a bad song. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, know. Not, I think this one in Waterstyle probably the, has the best beats in this whole project. I, I can't agree on the beat. With I this, can't no. agree. Yeah, I can't agree with this. It being one of the best beats, but I can agree that I it does the loop gives me a Dipset vibe because that's something. That's the same thing I was thinking. Cam, yeah, like that's something even Cam and them were big on using like a, a good loop kanye mm-hmm. did it too like they all use like one really good loop of a song it was just like rapping over it um i couldn't really tell where she was kind of like like in the beginning yeah i felt like she was a little bit more forward but then she kind of faded out and i feel like they did a good job with keeping uh vega seven the ronin i'm gonna just call him ronin and i feel like they did a good job with keeping ronin like on like more in the foreground and her voice like kind of behind it because I couldn't really tell throughout the song and then um I liked his bars like it was hella like there was hella imagery in there yeah I mean like he was Mm -hmm. really descriptive like and I felt like I seen some of the shit that he was talking about and I felt like I was there with the nigga and he does that in like a couple of other songs yeah where it's like he's using a lot of imagery and I'm like oh that shit's tough like I know is like they're like layered bars but like just taking it as is on the surface is like it's hella dope like i felt like i was in the living room with his daughter while he was in the kitchen chefing up a nigga Yo, like, that shit is tough watching coco melo while i'm sauteing a nigga sauteing a nigga yeah, like, tough, tough tough i think that's it that's it I'm, I'm glad you brought that up fatima as far as the imagery i think maybe that would be one thing that i would challenge vega seven to do make us make a give me a story song give me a give me a song that has a story give me a story mm-hmm. song and, give me a story song you know yeah and you know who else that is really good with that biggie smalls biggie smalls is really good with imagery and giving you yeah. a story and putting you there so um yeah that's that's really cool i automatically I like think it. of a, a mortal technique Dance with the Devil. It's one of the best fucking story songs. I feel I've like, ever heard. am I the only person every time I think of story songs, I think of Slick Rick immediately? I mean, he's one of the, he's <laughs> one of the, four, he's one of the, he's one of the, like the people like pioneered it. I would say, yeah, four yeah. Years. he's a forefather. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I always think of, I think of Gene Gray. I think of, you know, mm-hmm. I think of Technique. I think of Kendrick. You know, just I some think of these Kendrick, story, definitely. Some of these really descriptive, you know. Um, but I think he, I think he would make a great fucking story track, you know. Yeah. So obviously not. I, a I single, don't think he could. Speaker but... knockers. We cannot forget speaker oh, knockers. Yeah. He yeah. had a whole Rico story, yo. Like yeah. stupid. But yeah. Even atmosphere. Even 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 atmosphere back in the day, and I know his his style of rapping is very different. But he's had, mm-hmm. he, he, he has some really good some really good story songs too. Woman with the tattoo hands, it's great, really good story. I, ne- I never heard that one. Nuh-uh. And then uh, anything else? Uh, anything else to add on to this one before we get on to the next track? 
No. No. I think we had all points on that one. Yeah. Uh, the next track is called uh, Power Code. Go ahead, cue that one up for us. Oh, feel like John Snow. I never bent the neck. I walked this path alone. How could I pledge allegiance? Yeah, yeah, I feel like John Snow. I never bent the knee. I walked this path alone. How could I pledge allegiance? Feasted with nobles and broke bread amongst them peasants. But my head was always resting inside the den of days. Check it. Motorcycle jackets like Danny from Greece. The Danny Phantom channeling a priest. Exorcism of a young Annalise. My man said, bring sand to the beach, cause these bitches grave robbing here. Yeah. It's like the curse of Ramsey's grief sent onto a random thief. You swam too deep and seen a Leviathan that's in the Grand Reef. My hand removed the cancer from a man as he landed at my feet and weep. I'm saying geek to these beasts. This is 97 Slamboree. Shit's creak your ankle deep. And your whole camp will need some camphor for Nate. Shit. Ain't trying to hear shit but money this year. So keep that band a brief. Bandana peak. I lit a candle for the deceased. Strip the enamel off my teeth, sweet. I was a camp with the Comanche. So if there was one thing I had to nitpick about this, is the, uh, the, the title of the song. It's called a Power Code. And the only reason I even know even a little bit about what this is is because of Metal Gear once again. Um, it's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll break it down, uh, bro. It's yeah. just it's it's like like security measure. Um, and Metal Gear, I think if they use it to like specifically like stop, um, you know, nu- nuclear weapons and shit from going off, like stuff like that. But in terms of the context of the song, I couldn't figure out why he Where called it, it Power Code. Yeah. It's like, cause it's like supposed to be like a security key, you know, or something like that. But I'm just like, uh, that's like I, think, I said, it's a nitpick. But yeah. yeah, I think if I were to if I were to bullshit the reasoning, it would be like the he has the code to unlock the terror that is the explosion of his awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. That I'm rolling. I'm rolling. <laughs> I work. But I don't know if that's what it means. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I vote that. I vote that. Yep. That's Cut. logical. <laughs> but I don't know what does pow is pow like an acronym in the game? Yeah, it's, or um, like it's yeah. I don't know what the acronym. Let me look it up real quick. Because I know I I know like there's a ref like he references. There's a Metal Gear Solid excerpt or whatever with the uh, Otacon uh, at the end of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so that's Pal- where that's from. I was wondering. I'm like, yo, I know that's Metal Gear yeah. dialogue going on, but yeah, Otacon, yep. So Pal stands for Permissive Action Link. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. Action Link, huh? Yeah, that's that's what huh. it stands for. Well, I'll say this, man. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about this song, but this is probably like not one of my favorites. Um, I didn't feel like the tempo and like everything was like it didn't sound right to me. And like you know, Preston said like power code. Preston knows what he's what what it's about, and he's like, yo, I don't know where he was going with this. I was kind of listening to this. I was just like, yo, you you're letting a lot of bars go, but it's just like, what are you building? Like, where is it going? And stuff like that. And I think, Jarrell, we was talking about this a little bit off air, but it's just mm-hmm. like um, people got to find out like when they spit and then when they rap and like for the reasons that they kind of just building the wordplay and stuff like that, because if not, it's just not going to hit. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like a lot of those punchlines and a lot of those stuff that was supposed to didn't in this track. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, this is a really big seven forty seven that went over my head. Um, <laughs> or some of the lines. I like the I like the, 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 <laughs> I like the instrumentation. Like the I like the music a lot. The music reminds me of like a moral technique. Um, but um, and then definitely is like a great piece of music to create a story because he is kind of telling a little bit of the story in the beginning and then he like goes back talking to shit you know I was like i'll borrow you up uh, um but uh but yeah you're like, looking at me funny yo you won't get so, these bars like <laughs> so looking looking more into pile codes and shit is it says also known as like an override device so i'm wondering because he says one of the bars is um feeling like john snow never bent a knee i wonder mm. if that you know it's like fuck you i'm the pile code <laughs> like you know oh, maybe yeah that like makes sense i'm gonna override you know anything i'm override y'all yeah mm. and so. john snow was like the link the divine link when it came to the game of thrones like I haven't seen for no reason in mad long. At all. Yeah, but for no reason at all. Like <laughs> we're not gonna get into the game with, because of the but, title sorry, writing of season six. Yeah. yeah, you know, we like we're not we, about we're not to get gonna, into this, okay? That's a whole rabbit hole. But Jon Snow was the yeah. link. He was so, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was a bar he said, he was like, My ex told me to bring the sands to the beach because these other niggas be something, something like a thief. That was kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, like always, it's like always keep your shit with you, kind of thing. Like that's that's what I got from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Remember, like I don't know. Almost like remember where you came from in a sense, kind of maybe. Mm, maybe. Uh, cause there's a saying where it's like, um, you never bring your sand to the beach. So it's yeah. like that saying. Yeah, that saying is like, um, I forgot. I you know as many times as my aunt threw that shit in my face, I never really mm-hmm. understood what it meant. I thought I did at one time, but yeah, I don't know. But don't it's, bring it's, your own problems to bigger problems. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you know old folks using them to a gunfight. <laughs> that that well, that's different. That makes sense. But when like, you say like don't bring your own sand, when yeah, you say don't like, bring don't, your own sand, it's like. The beach has plenty of it, so like, don't bring your shit There's... over. You know, like, that's the only way I could think about it. Um, yeah, yeah, and so that's why it's kind of like that ball he uses kind of dope. But I agree. I felt like after a while, it was kind of like he was. He started off telling the story, and it was really good. And then after a while, it's kind of like I don't know. It's like he has no focal point. He kind of like went all over the place, started coloring outside the lines. Yeah, but he was barred up. And then the uh, next track was Akai Pads. Go ahead, cue that one up for us. All right, let's do it. Uh, Sipping Chardonnay grapes with a Sasha Banks. Uh, out in Tobago discussing business over shark and bakes. Step- I don't know how to start this shit, yo. It's that razor gem shit right here. Stay sharp. Yeah. Stress heavy, rest regularly for your aura's sake It's hard to elevate your mindset when there's too much cargo freight They fortifying castles for all the new kings they inaugurate And thus made it hard for a squad to barge through the gates Well, one way in, should be given the illusion that y'all are safe But it's one way out, so it's hard to coordinate a smart escape A good offense could become a bad defense When you're not in your sharpest state Bomb for me, please. 
this one is another one of my favorite ones on here. Oh. Just the way it sounded and it, like the the whole tone of it, I just uh, it just hit my ears immediately. So you fuck with this? Yeah, you don't. I don't fuck with this. Wow. I don't fuck with this. Wow. Yo. <laughs> All right. I had I, I had my little nitpicky thing about this project. I feel like at this part is now a good time as any. But I don't like how it's all sounding the same. It's all like low BPM or like some low fire, like just very kind of just low energy kind of mm. music going on. And honestly, with these bars that you got, bro, I'm trying to hear some some up-tempo shit, especially when you kind of just talking your shit, braggadocious. Yeah, you know, some of the shit might go over my head, but I want to be like, you know, jump it, you know, get get turned up with this shit sometimes. I might get it. If that's the case, but um, Chris feels, I just like, like, he's living at, Chris feels like he's living in an airport next to airport. <laughs> all these bombs, yeah. all these 747s flying over my head. <laughs> Word, man. And it's just like, if I'm, about to get all this shit, if I'm about to get all this shit, I need to hear a little bit of variety. And that's how what I feel like was also like, it's just like, I need to hear like a little bit of like a different sound, if that makes sense. So like just something different. So like you kind of drove the point in that, yo, you got these bars and you're a very clever rapper. And shit like that. So if anything, I was just I wanted kind of like a different perspective at this point. Yeah, I could. It's kind of interesting you say that because it's only a twenty-five minute project. Mm. Yeah, but it also <laughs> like a big ass song. If we did Me- remember, remember we talked about this a couple episodes ago on, on the project where it's like the slow BPM will sound will make make a project sound you know mm. nice as long mm-hmm. so i can understand what chris is referring to i didn't mind that the that the the album the, or that this song has a you know slow bpm i will agree with you however that it's probably not one of my favorite songs um i feel mm. like i don't know I, I i don't think the beat connected well with vega or just, i just didn't care too much there wasn't a there, there wasn't to me there wasn't enough signature like signature cohesion where it's like oh this is cool like i don't know and maybe i was a little tired like at mm-hmm. nearing the end of the project you know what i mean so yeah i might have got a little bit of fatigue so that yeah, could make I, sense yeah i agree i feel like uh, he could have definitely turned this into two projects like two eps what sure. and then those two yeah i feel like he could have cut this I feel like nah, this, this is mad I, I don't think you could cut this but do you I'm make saying... but do you make eps with a producer like you know like a producer specific ep because i feel like that's not very common if it happens at all i feel like you can though like i feel like there's like if with all of these songs in total this whole project he could have like cut it and made it two mm-hmm. strong ass eps i think I it, that's how i feel i think if anything it, you can just cut songs and just have it be an even stronger cohesive project yeah, you know, versus an EP that's like not as cohesive, but but there definitely are songs that are you know weaker than others. I think this is me being super picky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I agree. Picky. Yeah, yeah. You could definitely nitpick which ones you could take out, but at the same time, does it really change the overall sound of the project because it's kind of just all kind of the same sound? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like what I brought it up. And the the general impression, like it, I I do want to see him switch it up a little bit because, like I said, like he he knows how to rap and he raps his ass off, but it's like he's it seems like this project is very one way. 
and like i would love mm-hmm. to like hear it a little bit different it might be a producer thing too um possibly not, you know what i mean because there's to me it's like there's only so much you can do with the script that you have you know like if you're acting yeah. so i think for him like musically you know try to experiment with some other 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 folks to try to get that diversity a bit mm-hmm. and then this next track is called uh jizzachustics featuring books go ahead cue that one up for us Lights or corner stores as candlelit visuals for soldiers lost in these corner wars. It's like a soldier's nod to the gristle. As sure as beef bacon pops on the griddle. You could be sure that a mother lose a son to a pistol. Some hearts is brittle as rocks all. I thought cool nights equal cooler heads. Steady the ship, but tempers flare. Even as the mercury dips, credit the K2 stench and hallway piss that singe my nose hairs. Bomb this shit for me, yo. Yo, that no reference. Bomb this shit for me too, like. Dead ass. Everything was hitting this nigga books. Let's get that nigga his flowers, cause he did his thing, and I understood I'm his flaws. Dead ass. It's that funny because I was gonna say this shit. one I didn't care about too much. I wonder what? if this is what, really? I wonder if this is where my fatigue hit. <laughs> oh, maybe because I think I, I think because this is a little more upbeat. I feel like maybe it could have been moved up slightly from the project. I feel like that's what I was trying bringing, to hear. Yeah, that's a different, I, like, right? I feel that shit too. I feel it like, because that's how I felt like by the, the last two songs. I'm like, I want the beginning of the project back. I want that pulp Wu Tang, that that hardcore pulp rapping feel, whatever genre y'all said it was called. That's like Wu Tang and Nas or whatever, whatever. Boom back. Boom bat. There you go. Oh, that funny ass word. That's what you were trying to describe. That's funny ass word. Yo. I, I want that boom bat, nigga. I want that boom bat. And he was giving me that with this shit. With, like I like I like I like this version of him. Yeah. Don't judge that's me. Right. You, you know, you know our whole, our whole audience is gonna judge the fuck I'll out. give you I'll give you a break. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. we we can give her a break because the whole audience is judging her. <laughs> that's cool. Don't like that's cool. Right. I... Have you guys noticed that every feature he has is probably like one of his better tracks in like the whole project? Because you gotta show up mm. two times when you have a feature. I yeah, mm-hmm. I really yeah. feel like and you know, I that's actually really good because you know, there's some features that you know are they won't bring the best out of you, it don't sound good together. So, you know, the fact that you kind of because he he sounds like he brings out the best in them too. So when y'all kind of bring out the best in each other, you're just gonna have some dope shit going on. So because nobody wants out. to get destroyed. Yeah. 
on the track. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, there's uh, there's mad songs where it's obviously you getting killed on that track. Like. Yeah, but nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody wants know, that bro. on their own shit. <laughs> so yeah. it's like when you have a feature, y'all both gotta like come hard because because hey, that comparison a... that comparison automatically happens. But I'll tell you this, man. I'm from past projects. I've definitely had heard a couple people have a couple features. Where they got smoke bottom. Crazy. <laughs> mm. I'm not gonna say no names though, but I think we probably already did on the episode. Episode <laughs> episode for another day. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and queue up this next and last track called Requiem. Yes, that's the whole track. There's no lyrics, so um, I'm gonna front. But that shit pissed me off. I forgot what? there was no lyrics. That's it so crazy. Me off. Is really? it me, or does this remind me of like a video game ending when the credits roll and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, low key. You give me that. Yeah. So I'm just like, ah, right, you done bought the fuck out of us, man. This is kind of like a good way to end it. Just like right, I, I, I loved it, but like I'm a fan. I fuck with it. They should yeah. cut it out, bro. What? He's cut it out. I'm a Fatima. Cut that shit out or name it outro. <laughs> that ass. Don't it's, it's give a it a name. I no. think it was perfectly named. I think I think the instrumental in they print, decided in, to go in to. parentheses outro. <laughs> yeah. Remember what? Remember what we were saying last episode? If it just said in parentheses bonus track, I would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I I think that this instrumental went with the theme of the project, though. Um, I, I definitely think it fits, but it also kind of gives me like that that jazz sound, which I really fuck with in any way. So like I like the instrumental, even though it didn't have any lyrics, and I kind of wasn't expecting it. The instrumental alone, for what it is, I I love it. I think it's sonically inconsistent to me to the whole project. I like the jazz sound, but it's just it's not consistent. See, but to I the feel project. like this. I feel like this could be a, like the end mean? of like a fucking like anime or a... some shit. You yeah, know? Yeah, you okay, bro. We started with Sage Mode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is the two, intro. Two fucking Sorry, fucking wait. Oscar Peterson playing. Like, Dude, come Jarell, on, man. Jarrell doesn't watch no. anime, guys. That's not wait. true. Dude, do not create a narrative. <laughs> Fucking Charlotte. Light so, skin Charlotte, Don't do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but the beginning at the beginning of most animes, like the, the intro is usually like super upbeat or whatever, like come hard as fuck. And then the end always is something super soft, something like reckless. Super so sad like, or some shit. Yeah. Like, so like, well, give I, me like, give me some type of like, you know, like voiceover to to holistically like create that vibe then you know what i mean like 
Just I, yeah, give me something that. more than just piano, like or like or weird. like or like a sample of like the anime character talking or you talking over Absolutely. it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely, like like yeah. like, like just a so you know, like, like, I love just that. It's just inconsistent to the whole project to me. Like it's just that, that's agree. my thing. If it but like like you said, if there was if there was a voiceover or some like anime or whatever to, to 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 kind of you know full circle. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we've heard mad, mad animes. We've heard, we've heard Otacon. We've heard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? like we've heard, heard a couple things. We heard a shaman in the beginning, like you know, like we've yeah. heard mad people. So it's just like, give me something to holistically, you know, tie this. Because a lot of these songs do go well together, but it's just I feel like it kind of fell at the wayside at the end. But yeah, that's how I feel. Like that's why this shit pissed me off because it was like <laughs> after getting me through me that. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't I mean upset, but <laughs> no, I was mad. I was mad because I'm I, was, I was like doing my regular shit. Like I'm listening to your project, and I, in between my whole process of going to the gym, driving back home, hopping in the shower, and it's like by like the middle for those, it was a dry spell. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna get through it, and he came back with that New York boom back feel. <laughs> Let me use it correctly. But right, it's like it gave me that feel again. And then just to go back to this shit, I'm like, I'm dead ass. I was in the shower. I'm like, Yo, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You were in the I'm shower. Looking. You're supposed to be relaxed. Yeah, like, isn't that about <laughs> like it, it is it it serenade? That's how you know no. she's from that's how you know she's from New York. <laughs> like, no, like, this is sound too peaceful. What the fuck? Keep me hype, all nigga. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Urgh. I want that Urgh shit. Like, give me that block feel, nigga. What? And then I look and I go and I get my phone and I see it's the lash. I'm thinking, you know, oh, you know how you have it on autoplay on, on Apple Music and then it just like plays something related. I'm thinking it's one of that, one of them things. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how is this related? I'm like, how is this related to the project? I look, it's a fucking requiem. I'm like, it's a delete requiem, this shit, yo. nigga. This shit had me mad. I don't like it. Damn. I do, I'm sorry, I do think, Ronan. I do think the song before could have probably been changed just to like ease it into the requiem a little bit better. Um, right, there was no because, Vaseline. Yeah. Especially because Jizza True Sticks was, was a little more upbeat than the rest of the project. But again, I, I like the way he ended out the project for sure. Mm. Mm. Look, it's cute for y'all little nerds. It's cute for y'all nerds. And I, I mean, hey, well, it's, fuck it's you all too. Right. <laughs> Come on, we don't, don't got to do all that Ain't nobody over here a nerd, you dig? Like, I like my little you anime can't, and you I can't love enjoy my music. a little piano? Nah, nigga, not when I'm hype. <laughs> Let's end the show, oh, man. <laughs> if it ain't Alicia Keys, yo, I, I don't want yo, it. <laughs> yo, I can't. Yo, fuck bad piano, son. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Nah, yo, what's the instrumentation? So what's the final impression? <laughs> trying to spin a block and listen to some Requiem? That's what you're trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. A mad common placid. What the fuck is this song? Crazy Anyway, um, I'll go first. So I think it's a really good project. Um, he definitely is coming with bars. Uh, Machaka, I really like the. I really like his production. 
for the for the project. I think the biggest things for me is that uh, for Vega as an artist, I think there needs to be some bars that could be a little more coherent to at least a little more of your fan base. Just a happy medium, you know. Like I feel like great examples are Moral Technique, Ransom, Vinny Paz, even like uh, uh, Ari the Rugged Man. I think is a great example too. Like he has great bars that you can still understand what you know. The, the the bars and whatnot. I think you you can still be art you can still be detailed, articulate, descriptive, but still have bars that everyone can understand. I, I just feel like it'll go a long way for him as an artist. Um, uh, the project is I wish it was a little more consistent on the back half. Um, some songs probably uh, could have been taken out. Like we just you know we just talked about Requiem, uh, and then uh, Akai Pads for me personally. I was like, eh. but just two sticks, great. But um, yeah. I think overall it's a solid project. Everybody to listen, everyone should listen, listen to it. It's definite. I'd probably give it a eight five, eight five out of ten. Good eight five. I'll I'll give it the eight, and I definitely agree with Jerome on most parts. You know, there's just certain um, stuff that I just feel like is subjective on my part, and I'm just being nitpicky about it. But you know, I would definitely, I definitely see that yo, you could wrap your ass off. You got the bars, you got the verses, and it's just like, all right, what more can you kind of give me? You know what I mean? How, what, which direction can you go as an artist? Can you give me some songs where the song sounds dope as hell, where like the bars isn't the main focus? Like, where are you gonna go with this? But I definitely like we we were talking about it earlier. It was just like the the masters and like the teachers are the ones that kind of just make all the complicated stuff simple and digestible. So it's kind of like if he finds a way to kind of just get into that mode where everything he says, he can kind of have that same impact while being more digestible for the average consumer. I feel like it will have a totally different impact. So shout out to him, bro. He's, he could rap his fucking ass off, man. Bro, for real. Not a lot of people can fucking rap like him. So shout out to him. I'm sorry, but a lot of people's favorite rappers nowadays ain't rapping like him either. That's shit. A lot of rappers, period, ain't rapping like him. <laughs> yeah. Nah, a lot of rappers is rapping like the baby, <laughs> or not rapping at all. Yeah, yeah. What you thought about the project, Fatima? I enjoyed it, except for that damn last track. Shut up! You don't like that shit. <laughs> God forbid you get some culture eight. piano. <laughs> <laughs> no, but nah. I, even though I agreed with you, it was funny. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's funny. I I do give the project a solid eight, a solid eight, a hundred percent because I and also like the like the beats, the production, the quality was great compared to a lot of other projects we listened to. The quality was like I have absolutely no complaints about it at all. Um, bars were stupid. There was a lot of that went over my a lot of them that went over my head, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the little storytelling that he did. I would like to challenge him to do more storytelling because his bars and doing that, he's fucking great. Like he's really good with that. Um, I feel like that's that's a strength he has that he didn't flex on this project. Um and I don't even know him. Like, this is the first thing I heard. This first shit. This is first mm-hmm. shit. It's the first shit I heard about you. I am not a fan. I know. Yeah, but... you weren't here for the radio episode. Uh-uh. Yeah. I wasn't here. So it's like, I'm not a yeah. fan of yours, but I'm a potential fan. I am. You have a potential. I just want more of that New York feel. And I don't know who Books is, but I like you, Books. 
<laughs> she fucked the books heavy. I like you books. You out. You out here. I like that. You. You. He made a statement. Y'all did really good, bringing the best out of each other. And that other nigga that was on the um water, the water style. Jack King. King. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was fired too. He was fired. Jack King the Devon. Shout out to. Yeah, shout out to all the features, man. The features definitely shout out did their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fire. for me, um, I'd say I'd probably give it like a solid eight too. Um, that eight, eight straight across the board ain't bad. And that for me, I only reason. I'm bullshit. 10 out of 10. He had two Metal Gear bars. Like, come on. <laughs> but, no. You got to give it a 10 out of 10 on your side. <laughs> but, no, seriously, um, like, the, I would say, like, a solid eight. And that's only because I feel like a lot of it went over my head. And it's not even saying anything about you as a as a rapper, but more of me as the consumer. Um, like, you can rap, but like, like we all have been saying, making it a little bit more digestible might help um but the project was fucking dope i it is something that i consistently listen to i do think one thing that you should consider is getting the lyrics on the streaming services or something so people can look it up like like me and chris and like everybody that likes to digest the stuff especially with you when you have so much shit to say that's going over our head Gotta be able to yeah. like. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah Honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Yeah, it's a wide <laughs> vocabulary, so yeah, that would be. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't like feeling dumb when I'm listening to music. <laughs> that so is, that's why I'm definitely like, all right, Webster, all right, let me break this down for real, for real, and shit like that. And yo, I'm surprised it wasn't Cliff Genius because Genius was the first place I looked for the lyrics, and it wasn't even there. So it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that man, I, I think I think the biggest thing. For me to like give this over an eight, even if you if you had the lyrics there and I didn't read them, I would probably give this a nine even then because it would be up to me to be like, all right, let me look a little bit deeper into this. Ten out of mm-hmm. ten is dope ass bars, and you made it digestible for everybody, and you had those bars that went over heads that we catch later on. Like APA for me, that's a ten bars. out of ten. Like college so, level yeah. bars. Um, mm-hmm. that's all I really got to say. Uh, I am a fan. Um, yeah, I, I heard first time I heard you at the mentioned it on the Music Buds radio episode, um, with the, the bars app competition. I, no, I was here for real, yeah. I, I was, I was here for you as, 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 a, as a consumer, as a fan of rap from that moment on. So, yeah, yeah. Works. same. So, well, I, and honestly, I, uh, shout out Machacha too, man. He did his thing with the, and with the beats, yeah, and shit like except that, for know? that piano, apparently. So, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I fuck with the piano. Well, I'm always tracks. a sucker for piece of music and shit. You know, right. I'm not gonna cap like not gonna say every beat or every like you know everything sounded perfect, but for it being an overall first project, and I'm gonna consider him too like this being his first project or whatever. I mean, I don't know, but it sounded solid, solid as shit. Yeah. So. yeah. Quality was great. No, no, for that last time, I just feel like you know that. Is... <laughs> down it shouldn't be down up down it should be down and then just down and then mellow out that's why i was uh. trying to piss me off <laughs> i was in the shower i was like oh we back to the live shit and then uh ding, 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 ding. I'm like, what the fuck you remember it though if that was his goal, he succeeded. If that was his goal, 
he succeeded. Play it again. Yep. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's all we Is got for the project the stuff. Episode? No, we we got a little bit of news. We got a little bit of news. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Vega and Machacha for uh, you know letting us review and play some of the clips, other music on here. Definitely I'm sure you guys, guys. I'm sure you guys gained some fans off this episode. If not, you gained at least three, three and a half, because Fatima's apparently not a fan. I didn't say oh. that I wasn't. I said, you said I was I'm not. You said potential. So that's I said I and a half. came in not as a fan. I came. She's a free in, agent. She's a free agent fan. I'm a free agent. Books got me because you know, but I'm a potential fan, Ronan. Just give me some more New York <laughs> shit. So three and a half. <laughs> so uh, let's get on to. <laughs> so let's uh let's get on to some of the news here um there really isn't much going on we got buddy dropping a project uh what was those dudes name coast uh coast contra i believe i love them niggas they come out they, the because of tomorrow or midnight they, yeah they're hey. dropping a project tonight, so um by the time this episode's out it should already be out for us to listen to um atlanta's coming back after Finally, how long? <laughs> um, Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now. What? I'm tired of all this. These shows that's, that kind of trying to be Atlanta, but not really. Right. Not for the original to show you how to do it. Facts, because you know right, Gambino right. the goat. But <laughs> uh, but other than that, we got Pusha T and Arby's coming at McDonald's. Oh my gosh. Um, that one was out of the like out of the blue, completely oh fucking random. Oh my gosh. Um, Yo, first off, he playing both sides. He <laughs> made the say, like, I was about to say, I didn't know he made the jingle up until he this diss track. That's what I'm like, saying. I'm like, you did the jingle and then you did the diss track. He's like, you you playing both sides, pusher. You can't do that. But he didn't get it. He didn't get any compensation from it. That's why he's doing this. Uh, yeah, he didn't get. He didn't. He didn't. They didn't give him credit for it. They gave it to somebody else. I think they gave it to Justin Did Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he put in his caption. He was like, "Arby's paid me, but I would have said this anyway." <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's interesting. Random, <laughs> but that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but I no remember, word. I know from like years ago that he was the one who did the jingle because of something. I just remember knowing years ago that it was Pusha T that made the jingle for McDonald's. That ba da ba ba ba. That shit. I was not. Was he Pusha T or Clips at that point? He was in Clips at that point. Okay. Yeah. So was, was, I'm like, what? He ain't never got paid for that. <laughs> but he's known as a pioneer for doing that kind of thing. Yeah. So I just find apparently Pusha T is Mr. Jingle out here. That is Mr. Jingle. But uh I was gonna ask you guys, who does McDonald's get to respond to Arby's? Or do they even respond? People are saying Drake. <laughs> they can't do that because Pusha T already killed nah. Drake. No. Like resurrect him for resurrect him. They want him to do that back to back shit like he did to me. Well, Pusha already <laughs> killed Drake. Like, there's no way they're going to get Drake, who already took an L from Pusha, to make another diss track. Mm-mm. I don't, yeah. Uh, 
He's too. He's writing his next album because of Rihanna. He's still sad. So, <laughs> I mean, we're oh, all yeah. with him. We're all ASAP sad Brock, right now. ASAP Rocky gonna get that diss track. We gonna. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. yeah, homie's a deep thought. He ain't fucking with no McDonald's Arby's bullshit. I was gonna say, yeah. low key, does McDonald's even have to respond though? Because it's fucking Arby's. <laughs> I didn't know, want right? Kesso, they don't. Cause like I never like, yo, ate y'all gonna Arby's eat up our shit life. anyway. <laughs> I never ate Arby's in my life. I don't I, I had the it commercials. Once. How, how I had was it once it? and it was within this last year. It was they, like it was just all right. They have know, a like, good they have a good barbecue brisket sandwich, but yeah. I mean you I, know? I, I eat I eat McDonald's a lot more than Arby's. I think you, I mean you just see McDonald's a lot more too. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. And McDonald's but, uh, is like programmed into our genetics from when we were kids. Like it's in, it's a part of our what? <laughs> Low key, no. Programmed into our genetics. No, when it comes, when it comes to, so, it comes to that sounds negative. <laughs> like no, no, they are McDonald's. McDonald's put me in the pot when I was there. To our when psyche. it comes to the branding, when it comes to the branding, I see what she's talking about. Like yes, hey. well yeah, it's like billions served. I'm like oh my god, that's yeah. why people are dying. It's, come on. <laughs> That is generation on generation on generation of Mickey D's being there for families. <laughs> Who the fuck is Arby's to come at a yes. fucking Mc- McDonald's? Like, no, nah, it's like white cats who coming out of the blue trying to start some shit up with Wendy's. No. Oh, uh, no, I think, I think that's a fair fight, though. White I Castle love White Wendy's. Castle, but word. I love both. I think that's a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Skills actually made a response for McDonald's. Uh, oh yeah, for, yeah, for, uh, yeah. That's he, he had one line, and it was like, "Not even the starving man would go to Arby's for a free sandwich." And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "Wow, that's <laughs> funny." So if, you, <laughs> so if you haven't seen that, go on to uh, D Skills Harris. Um, oh, not yet. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. All, all <laughs> one word. D skills Harris. Um, yeah. Skills with a Z instead of an S. Uh, he made a, a response track for McDonald's about That's Arby's. Cool. So, um, yeah. Go check that out if you haven't. <laughs> Share it. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up funny. putting it up on, this, on the story again when the episode drops. But um, then, other than that, there really hasn't been much. The uh, Bow Wow's apparently... Throwing shade at, at Jermaine Dupree. Uh, Bow Wow thinks all of his projects were mid. He doesn't like any of them, apparently. He said just mm-hmm. because he did them doesn't mean he likes them. So yeah. what do you Bow Wow needs to understand. Which, which means Bow- that he's not getting, he's not getting uh, probably any royalties or he probably doesn't have his masters. <laughs> he doesn't want any of that because he owns Jermaine Dupree his life. Yeah. Like, he don't make any Dupree is his life. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. It was so weird. It, like I was saying off air, like to, to you guys, like it's so weird because they just had an interview with Rory and Maul, and they seemed to be on good terms. So mm-hmm. it's like, I guess we're seeing. I mean, well, he said they're cool works. with each other. He just said they don't work with each other. Well, it sounds like you speak a little more salty on the twits on the Twitter. On the twits, I'm sorry, that shit sounds nasty. <laughs> oh, for you to say that, it sounds really nasty. <laughs> <laughs> the way when it came off the it hit the ear, all wrong. I'm like twits. 
Ew, that that's not gonna that's not gonna stick, dude. On the trip trips. <laughs> but yeah, um, to give to give a little general of how this even came about on Twitter, he was a uh, he's just like I'm here, ask me anything, and fans were just asking him stuff. Um, when uh, they asked him what his biggest pet peeve was, he was like, when people say they're gonna do something and never do it, and then he name dropped Jermaine Dupree. Um, so that was like yes. kind of where it started. And then they asked what was the song he was most proud of. And he said the song called I'm a Flirt, but because it was without JD. Um, so it, it, people, were, people were asking questions that had nothing to do with mad sauce, he just kept kind of yeah. He just kept trying to throw JD in there. Um, then they asked That's some bitch shit. Then they asked if you could go back and change anything from the past, what would it be? He said stayed with Snoop and never signed with nobody <laughs> Every answer yeah, is connected to this Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, so and it was like, like no, nobody like, asked anything. Like, yeah, like, Everything's like, like, fuck you, Jermaine. Fuck you, JD. Lil Bow Wow is sounding like a baby mama that did not get her monthly payment of child support to get her nails done and go shopping. That's what he sounds like, this <laughs> mad petty. Damn. He's 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 That's still crazy. been he's still been petty fucking ever since 106 and Park like ever since his music career fell off like he's just been a grown ass child like that's what that's, that's, the, that's how i see you. i'm just like bro you act like you we don't live in a time where you can buy a fucking audio interface buy a microphone and make some yeah. shit like come on bro like what are we doing <laughs> yeah hey, what are we doing here come on grown kid and then somebody else on Twitter uh, tagged Jermaine Dupree, like, come get your boy. He losing it. And he was like, he ain't my daddy. What he going to do? Um, so, yeah. Who even like says that? What he going to do? My Give me my daddy. master's back? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. So, it seemed like just a lot of, like, fucking salt being thrown around. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird. Because <laughs> it's like, bro, like, that's your whole career was with Jermaine Dupree. Like anything else that you fail to do afterwards, that's your problem. Like, take some fucking accountability. You grown ass man <laughs> who has who had the following at least because right. uh, all all the all the fuck shit that he's been doing and you know losing people and now he's just like the internet clown. Um, like it, he he had stuff in his hands so he could change up, do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, uh, he, had, he had a little time when he did come back. You know what I mean? He was doing things with, the with Marion. No. It was it was around the time he was him and Soldier Boy did the verses and then they were doing the Millennium Talk. The Millennium Talk. The tour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, nah, like he, like, if I don't know, I just feel like he's doing this because he's called, he's crying out for some kind of attention. That's how I feel because it's like, dude, you had a time when you came back and you was like actually killing shit. You know, that song with Ciara, you did that song with Omarion. That was and... before 106, though, right? No, that was, that was way after. No, no that wasn't. was way after. Was it? Yeah. Let me hold you and all that stuff. I could have yeah. swore that was before 106 and Park. Yes, that was after 106 in Park. That was not before. Was it? Damn. I, I promise it was. Well, like Fresh As I Miz and all that other stuff. Like, Fresh As I Miz, I think, is before 106 in Park or Dirt. Like, I think it's before 106 in Park. But he Fresh had that same hairstyle and everything with, with Let Me Hold You in. Mm. Those little, those, the little mm. the braid dreads, or whatever you call them, the box braids. Oh, <laughs> See, like, little Come on, when he went like this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Man, I could have sworn that was all like whatever. But yeah, I could have sworn that was all like before 106 and Park. Um, let me just do some quick Google. Just, it's like how about this well, low bow wow if you feel like all of your songs with jermaine dupree was made how about this your whole career is made all right bro oh, oh shit here we yeah. go here we go is but you made. talking shit like you wasn't a fan of bow wow i was a huge fan once you know how you know how those stories would be like oh you break up, you break up for the girl, and now automatically you're dick little. Like that's that's what she just that's what she just did to Bow Wow. That sounds like a personal story, Preston. No, 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 because you just said, "Oh, I used to be a huge God. fan. Used to be. Now all his shit's mid." Like. I mean, I, I didn't say his shit was mid. I did not say all you, of his shit was mid. I, I literally just said, Bow Wow, if you feel like your shit is mid, then therefore your whole career is mid. I am no longer a fan, but I once was. And I was in like, fucking what, elementary, middle school? So now you think his career is mid because he said his career is mid? I think, yes. I think his shit, because you are only going to get, you're only going to get what you put out. And if you feel like you putting out mid shit, then you know what? It was mid, dude. Like, if you feel that way, I, I feel with you. Well, I, think, so- I think on a more uplifting message. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if he thinks the things I'm just supporting made- him. No, you're not. You just told him. Yo, this he is basically support- told the kick rocks. He just said you're trash. All right. So, wait, real quick. He hosted. Um, BT in 2012 and all those projects so let me hold you and omarion and all that stuff was way before oh the face-off project was 07 Stand corrupted the prince of fame yeah. was 06 so out of my system like you shorty like mine all that other shit was all before 106 shorty like mine yes i'm addicted to how we kick it so yeah so 106 and Park, it, like like I like I swore, I remembered was like start the decline of his career. It was like he stopped doing music and went to 106 and Park, and 106 and Park at that time was already falling off. Right. And mm-hmm. then it just stopped. So yeah. Like, yeah, Bow Wow. If you if you think your stuff's mid, bro, then make some not mid music. Start writing. <laughs> start making some yep. music. Boom. You have the power. Is, you want a good music? Make some good music. Right. I, I don't know if I don't know if anybody will take him serious enough now to even like listen to it. Hey man, the music speaks for itself, man. Hey, try yeah, he ain't try. Try oh, or, like know. it happened with Tiger. He's got a link. Nobody some... was fucking with Tiger. Tiger dropped some I th- bombs over. I think he needs some yeah. some dope features. Absolutely. I feel like that's in, that's like critical. And then he just needs to partner with a really dope producer, I think. I, I also don't think Tiger was doing as much clown shit as Bow Wow is though. What? Like I Bow think wow Tiger the whole meme. Tiger Tiger just kind of like fell off after lime in the coconut and twisted all I and mean, then came back with bangers out of nowhere. And everybody's like, oh shit, this is the same dude. But like Bow Wow's been in fucking media and internet for doing stupid shit and saying stupid shit over and over and over. Mm -hmm. It's like he needs to just go ghost and come back with some music maybe. But like even then, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to take him serious anymore. I feel like people stopped taking him serious a long time ago. I'm I'm with Chris. The music speaks for itself. I feel like if you you have some dope fucking music, it will resonate. So he has to believe in himself for one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it starts there. I think he needs a ghostwriter and needs to let himself go. Get a ghostwriter. 
get an A-list producer and drop singles and then see how people respond to it. You feel like Good. it was I don't know. I feel like, I feel like trying to make a comeback shit. with a Ghostwriter is even worse. Get some fe- well, <laughs> features. Do the, do the features. Drake package. <laughs> make sure people don't know that it's a Ghostwriter. Do the Drake package. Okay? Yeah, I guess. And that didn't yeah. even work for Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's official. We all know he got ghostwriters now, yeah. and then yeah. it's like Drake. I mean, who does it now? He still well, exactly. Yeah, Cardi B's whole career is off of ghostwriters, so it's like it really doesn't even matter. Yeah, you know, everybody don't got to be Nicki Minaj. True. Her fire ass. Speaking <laughs> of, how do y'all? I say, didn't she drop something new? Yeah, mm, she I did some new shit it. with a little baby. Corey she Lerae. did some other a new track with a Corey Lay, and she's been um. She's been making little appearances, doing. Um, she did an interview with Joe, Joe Button. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, like, we haven't really spoken about Nicki Minaj. I want to say, I, I don't. because I'm a fan of rapping Nicki. I was, so I was going to ask, is this rapping Nicki or is this pop Nicki? Now Nicki rapping my asshole. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's. I feel like yeah. it's. It, it's. I mean, they're both a part of her brand. I feel like. I mean, yeah, they yeah. are, but like, yeah, I, I got put on to Nicki Minaj's rapping, you know, like, sure. Woman for Life and all the other shit. And I think it was like after that project is when she started getting a little more, uh, like, poppy sounding. Well, she, she she said in the interview for Joe Budden that she hated, she, she really didn't like her last album. A lot of it was old stuff, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was stuff that she wasn't fully on the fence on as well. You know, because because the the energy felt weird on that album too. I was like, this feels weird. This feels off. Mm-hmm. You know, so I now now that uh, you know uh, Nick, you know Nikki, she's a she's a mother for one, so that's gonna change her psyche in general. Uh, I think she's more focused too, and she's got some big plans for other uh, really building you know acquisition type opportunities and stuff. I feel like she's gonna have some pretty dope empowering stuff. You know, if she makes another project, so. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way she's doing her, she's starting her own management company using herself as the as the prototype and then pushing it going from there she wants to bring on other like really good artists that she qualifies and I feel like anybody that she gives the green light to gotta be good cause she's hard fucking she's hardcore even for herself you know what I mean? And it's like, she's not... I don't know. I feel like the only people she don't fuck with are other females. Mm-mm. That's not true. Uh, it seems she like does... it, it. seems like those are the people that she come at the most, like the other female rappers and stuff. Like, uh. I f- From what I got from her, it's not that... I feel like she comes at them, like she's like, she's the type that's going to reflect the energy that she is giving. That's how I that's how I feel about her. Cause like that mm. whole little thing between her and Cardi B. Cardi B was doing some fake sly shit. It's not even on the side. You It's not even just Cardi B though. Like she don't First get all, along with none of the coming at that. She it's like she I don't know. get along with with the OGs, like the, the, the woman OGs in rap. Like it seems like she doesn't get along with any of them. That's not true. Uh, she has no problem I, with Nikki with Lil Kim. She didn't. I think that's that, was bit, their, that was their biggest problem. I think that's that, a was bit, the, that was like the biggest one in the beginning. I, I don't think that's the case anymore, though. Like I said, this yeah. is this is this is different. Nicki Minaj, like she's even on good terms with Cardi B now. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, she's on so, some different shit now. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, and then she, she did some shit with the Corey Lay. Corey Lay wasn't getting no play for a little minute. Cause Corey Lay was getting kind of trash. It kind of played out. But she brought her back with this little, this little song that they just did. You know what I mean? She's mm. giving her a, like a platform again. So I just feel like, I feel like Nicki Minaj is doing something different. And I kind of respect it. And she's like on her little rapping shit. Yeah. She's like rap Nicki. That's good though. Because I, I, I miss rap Nicki. Yeah. I remember people used to always give me shit for fucking listening to Nikki at that time. But it was like, yo, like Nikki has fucking bars. And, and that, like, mo- right. that monster feature is still one of the best features. Yeah. Pull up at a monster auto a bill. Yo, what? Mm-hmm. I was listening to it the other day. Yeah, that was wild. But uh, yeah, any, anything else we got to add? Because we do got to get out of here soon. Uh, yo, real, I yo, guess... y- 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 number one hottie's been on the news a lot. Meg. Uh, oh, what's she do? Well, she getting sued by her old label because they saying that last album don't count. <laughs> your final album and shit oh like that. Oh, my God. So, we didn't so like it. It don't shit. count. Redo. <laughs> or they was like, yo, you only gave us like 20 minutes of new content. Fuck out of here. Like, you want to do that shit again. So she's going back and forth with that. Damn, and then you got that whole shit with Tori going on and shit. That was something that they brought up and shit. And Tori sound like an innocent man, man, especially in that last song he dropped. So he's been about to put on yeah. about to put on that Tory tape again, man. Mm-hmm. I think that man innocent, but that's my controversial statement. Yeah. Oh, I don't man. I don't know. Like I'm not saying just based off of intuition. It's not like I know these niggas. But that nigga sound innocent from the beginning. That whole story sounded funny. And then how it was like this whole, oh, we got a hashtag protect our women shit right after. And Megan started started to get mad because that's just been a ploy with the music industry as of late. Like, bring their personal life into the shit. Oh, this woman's become endangered. And it's like, oh, ah, protect her. And then all of a sudden her clout just boom. More streams, more play, more recognition after, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm just saying. Well, I don't know if that's the case, but I, I'm 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 with you on the whole like weaponizing good intentions kind of thing. I, I don't fuck there with that go. at all. There we go. Weaponizing good intentions. That's but I will say this: there's just a bunch of like evidence going around, and not saying that this is like hard evidence, but it's heavily assumed that you know there's nothing that kind of ties Tory to what kind of happened and shit. So it's still on court and shit like that, which is why you know the dude's been quiet for so long, but now all of a sudden he's talking shit about this whole thing. All of a sudden he's like, "Oh fuck, man." Fuck party. I'm only guilty of fucking two best friends, and that's why whatever happened happened between y'all. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So what the fuck is going on out here? Like, yeah, because some of her, because some of her stories have been inconsistent to what she originally said, which a lot of people were like, uh, that's. Weird. I, I want to so. say like, where do you, what do you guys think happens to her career if if all this shit that she's been saying has been bullshit? Well, a lot of people are following her. Um, Rihanna, like a couple people that was supporting her at the beginning, not fucking her. Well, not saying not fucking her, but you know, the whole unfollow on social media that people be mm-hmm. keeping tabs on and shit. So, a lot of people know it's a lot of people unfollowing Meg and shit. So, I think she can overcome it. I think if Joe Budden has overcome half the shit he's got there, oh, and, he's, shit. and he's still alive, Yikes. and he's still alive, like he's 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 gone through a lot of life threatening beefs. I feel like Meg can get through this. I think she just needs to keep pushing. And just be honest, you know what I mean. Yeah. Once she's able to be honest legally, right? As far as like aside, aside from lawyer stuff, we want the truth. Put it, put it in. Put yeah, it in but the trap, I don't. 
I don't think anything gonna happen to her career. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like one of those things where she could just easily say, "Well, y'all niggas wasn't there." The courts could say what they want to say, yada yada yada. We were the only ones that. It's like it's like nothing, nothing's nothing's gonna happen to her career. Now, I ain't gonna cap. If Doja Cat could make it still, I think Meg would be alright. Yeah, but I don't know. But that's some serious shit. Like claiming that you got shot by this by this dude, and you know, basically ending his. It well, ended. It hurt his like career. It. Yeah. It's not. It kind of really hurt his career. Like they were not. Like he lost slots and festivals. He lost slots and shows. Like deals, he lost. Yeah. He lost. He lost a lot of opportunity. And then, and then, I'm gonna bring this up real quick. We don't have too much longer for Tima. Um, but when it comes to this shit, like like a uh, Chris Brown, and you know, like this woman is coming at Chris Brown, and he got receipts this time. And it seems like as soon as he said he got receipts, people shut the fuck up and stopped talking about it. And it's like, I feel like that might be a similar situation if it comes down to that. And Meg was bullshitting the whole fucking thing. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to come at her the way that they've been coming at Tori. I think, I think for Meg, she, in my opinion, I think she, I think she lied. I don't think she knows who shot her or she knows who shot her and she's embarrassed. But yeah, I think I think I think you make a good point. Um, and I'm glad he didn't do it. You know, I don't uh, you're right. Your mic's a little bit on the lower side. Oh, can, can you hear me now? Uh, just a little bit, still on the lower side. How about how about now? How about yeah, now? It sounds a lot better. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I was I was saying, um, you know, I think uh, I think for for Chris for Chris Brown, I, I'm glad that I didn't that wasn't the case because i was saying you know from his past history and him being you know abusing these women being a fact that it wasn't a very wasn't a very good no there was more than one uh on a road public on a road it doesn't matter it still happened (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry. but my point is i'm glad that that wasn't the case you know because he's a Mm -hmm. brilliant artist and i would hate to have him you know to you know for him to you know unfortunately be you know to be a you know the awful things he was accused of, which he's, in, which he's is not. So, but yeah, I think in general for Meg, uh, she'll she'll come out of this, but I think she's gonna lose a lot of fans, and uh, people might look at her a certain way afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Question is: she- Is this gonna be as big as it was? Is the truth going to be pushed as much, and is it gonna be as public as? Her getting shot as her getting hurt. Yeah, that's, probably that's for a little thing. bit. Not, 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 not crazy. Like, if I don't make it a big deal for a day or two and then drop it, I, I, think, I just feel like they won't. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. But what were you gonna say, Preston? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh well, well, um, I was trying to say something too, but I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say in general, uh, with society, people care for as long as the the trend is to care. So. Mm. After a while, people don't fucking care who shot who. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even though like the whole Astro World thing is a huge thing, like soon people are just not gonna care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a weird superficial. I think they already stopped. You know what yeah. I mean? Exactly, <laughs> exactly my point. It's like yeah. you know, after a while, you know, he's gonna start touring again, you know, and start doing stuff. So. Yep. After a while, it's like you guys should take accountability for your part. Can't blame it all on that one man. There were a lot of other people in the backgrounds on it too, but it's like, hey, 
So one last thing before we uh, close out, still on the same topic, is it too late for Megan Thee Stallion to come clean? If it is, like if she does know the truth and she's been bullshit. She should just come clean in court, bro. Like, stop <laughs> this fucking internet bullshit. Like, but if she yeah. comes clean in court, then everybody's gonna be like, oh, like, you know, she she made this all up, blah blah. People are gonna do that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like this. Like to me, it's just should have been. She should have been honest from the beginning. You know what I mean? But it seems like there's some some hard feelings with Tori based on, you know, some, what it's uh, a random hookup or whatever that shouldn't have happened and fell a type of way or whatever. But, you know, t- to me, I'm just like, okay, what the fuck really ha- fucking happened? You know what I mean? Because I feel like she's gonna, either way, she's gonna lose fans, but I'm kind of annoyed with it. But I think in general, like she just needs, I think she'll be fine, but there's going to be, there's going to be a, a small, a, a decent audience. that's going to be like, eh, mm. you know, so. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen to her. But is it too late for her to come clean? To me, at this point, it is. It's like once you tell a lie and then you tell a lie again, you're going to get so deep at a certain point. I feel like the best thing for you to do is just hold on to your lie. Honestly, I feel like it's been so long and she's at that point where it's like, bitch, you better off just like holding on to what you believe in then letting the courts come out, and then you issuing an apology statement. I mean, you, this, if you lie, point. you still going to have to issue that apology statement. <laughs> I, mean, I figure, yeah. like, might as well do it sooner than later, feel me? Don't do it sooner than later, because then you look then then you look dumb. Then you but you're going to look dumb anyway. Just you, keep making music, people I mean, just keep, exactly, exactly. Keep That's making music, just keep, making keep music, shaking your forget. ass. Yeah, keep doing Dorito commercials. Dodge Wait, questions. You, you, you put it on your ass. Be an ass on your own terms. So. I must say, wait, for, for Tima, just put the nail on the head right there. Just keep shaking your ass and they're going to forget. Keep shaking <laughs> keep your going. ass. Like, just hold your lie. Issue your apology statement after the results come out. If when the verdict is made and it becomes a big thing, Still shake your ass, people gonna forget. Still no, still twerk, still twerk. Just be like, ah, eh, look at that. Watch these knees. Well, you see, she's trying to make another wop. You know, she tried to do that song with Dua Lipa, but I don't think it's woppy enough. It's not woppy enough. <laughs> wow. Got, I got it. I got it. Dude, I don't think it's woppy enough. That is not woppy enough. He's a little bit more, you know. On that note. <laughs> it ain't got enough juice. This... All righty then. Hey, get him out of here. Oh, Am I the person to end the show? That sucks. <laughs> this isn't it. Got him. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, thank you for watching. Man. <laughs> Word of the day is whoppy. <laughs> we will catch you next week. Bye, y'all. Peace out, y'all. Wap, 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 wap.